Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Nerd and Doctor's Operations with the set with my co-host JJ also known as Junior. Hi. I thought it'd be faster than last time. We're is here. I don't. I don't, oh, no. you, I don't think you could beat last time. Last time was probably the fastest you've been. Speed running shorts. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. That's just that's just a reference to the thing here. Just anyway. So we were trying to come up with a topic for today. All right, because you know that's always how it is. We always like okay, five minutes before we press record, what are we going to talk about today? For some reason, because we don't plan things like normal people do. That makes it more fun, because then we have the chaos of figuring <laughs> out what the hell we're talking about so during we, the like, chaos. So we, like, went on, like, several different tangents of different subjects we could talk about. We, like... And we have some ideas Yeah, yeah, up. we, like, bookmarked two that we could come back to, like, later on after we do some, like, looking into stuff. And then, you know, we just start, like, rambling about something we could talk about. And I'm just like, okay, stop talking, let's just press record and we can continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, today we're just going to talk about some, like... New updates on consoles and stuff that are coming out. I guess, like, the Switch has some stuff. I know Xbox has some rumors going around and PlayStation also, you know. Just not in necessarily the wars terms or what's going to be better, but, you know, just updates and discussions. Yeah, because so. at this point, like, like you kind of sit in there. Xbox officially has already said, like, PlayStation's pretty much one. And when you look at the numbers, PlayStation rules most of, like, the bigger countries in Asia and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we're also going to maybe try to mention some like VR stuff maybe because that's still so new. So we're just going to kind of mention anything because I don't know if I can ever get into VR just mm -hmm. because of like motion sickness and stuff. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's a bad thing, right? Like just, just yeah. going to talk about some updates because I think it's definitely interesting. And I think this is the type of thing that even if Xbox doesn't win, we need something like Xbox to be with PlayStation to help each other out. Mm -hmm. Make each other better. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, Seth, hold on. I forgot to turn my sign on. Ah, JJ. So while we're playing this, I'm actually playing Pet Simulator 99 or Roblox. Okay. I turn my sign Gonna on. be great. Go grab your soda. Sprite. I got a soda. Oh, I got a spray. I've been drinking spray. Okay, okay. Since okay. you ready? kind of messaged me out of nowhere, I didn't get ready. Oh, Chris. Chris. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, <Every> episode. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we are not we are not the normal stupid podcast that we were, that we were thinking about talking the other day. <laughs> you know, on Rumble and stuff. Um, we're special. We are very I special in a good way, though. Okay, so what were you saying about the Switch? All right, so I wanted to say how the Switch Two is going to be coming out soon or announced soon right because how old do you think the switch is um six years i think it's seven Let's i was see. close when did the switch i think come... it was 2018 right when did toy story come out that's not what i said google <laughs> that's not what i said when yep. did okay <laughs> one moment when did 2017 that's yep seven years that's crazy close. um and so that's gonna be coming out and we had the slim version i, I guess you can the call light. it kind of like playstation the light well i don't know about not the light i was talking not about the, the oled oh the oled wasn't the slim was less power than the original wasn't it no it's the same i'm just saying like quote unquote like it's just a slightly updated model with like it's not a pro it's just slightly different well, I would the, almost the say was that the was the, the pro equivalent for the Switch. Because when it comes to Switch, and especially Nintendo consoles, 
there's not much they can nor I guess want it could to be upgrade the because, you know, it's Nintendo. Their goal is to keep it so that, like, you don't have to have the best graphics because it's a handheld device, you know? It's not, it's not built yeah. for that. So, in terms of upgrading, there's not much else they could do except for upgrade that display, you know, make it brighter, make it look sharper, <laughs> and that's what the OLED was for. So, I'd say that Whoa. is pretty much the Switch Pro. The Switch, you know, slim, I guess, would be the light version, which was, you know, no detachable Joy-Cons and I think less space. I don't know about the space. I think there was like one other feature that got downgraded for it, but. But uh, anyway, so we we haven't really had a proper big upgrade, like, like you said, because they don't really do that. But mm -hmm. they're going to have to do something, right? The Switch can't stay the Switch because as games evolve, uh, like you look at the iPhone 15, and they actually bought the rights to some games, and I'm, I forget if it was Assassin's Creed, it's some games, you could quite literally run straight on the iPhone. Yeah. Like, fancy graphics and everything, straight on there, no cloud streaming. So why would I need a Switch if my handheld, if I have a brand new iPhone, and I can be playing my PlayStation and Xbox games? Because why the Switch is the third the price console? of an iPhone. Huh? The Switch but is the third. But then I can also do everything else, and I can also make it look better and run better, and it, who knows what VR can do and AR tech can do. Yeah. You got a point. I just feel like Apple is not the best example to use there. I know, but I'm just, I have, I have, but I'm just saying, like, if you have that and Switch and Android can do the same thing, I mean, I forget what it was. <laughs> uh, I, I've heard rumors of like a handheld uh, device with like a Snapdragon, uh, one of the newer Snapdragon chips. So, like, if they can do the same thing, why would you need the Switch? And the Switch has been around for, like we said, seven years. So it's about time that by the time we have two generations of the main console systems, we're going to have to get something new from Nintendo. So yeah. our boy Johnny Razor from Shorts Wars, if you know him, uh, he joked about it at the beginning. Uh, he was saying, what if the dock is with the customizable part? If you want, say, better storage, you could put storage on the dock. If you want a graphics card, you can, like put a graphics card component in the dock. And when you take its handheld, it's still basic, but then you upgrade it almost like a computer with the dock. That could be a really cool idea. However, I don't know if Nintendo would go that route mostly because they are the kind of people who don't want you to kind of upgrade your systems. They're like, here, buy an extra Joy-Con or, you know, buy an Amiibo that don't actually... You know improve anything they they like selling secondary objects but they don't sell any upgrades for practically anything like so aside from say, the switch yeah. pro controller i don't think they've released anything that's like you know the xbox elite controller you know expansion storage cards the last upgrade was the joy uh wow. one of the original consoles to have color yeah I, um, I don't think they're the kind of people to do that kind of thing. That's not to no, say it's not a I, good idea because, you know, no console has oh, really done idea. that before. You can't crack uh, open your Xbox and, you know, improve its processor chip or whatever. Yeah. Johnny Razor also said that the chances of that happening are slim. But the reason he brought this up, um, I do have a reason to maybe make it more plausible. The reason he brought it up, let's just look at some of the other consoles they had, like the Wii to the Wii U. Yeah, that like the Wii U was the sequel. They're very different compared to the PS3 to four, you know, Xbox 360 to one. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to think outside the box of just a Switch Two. Now I could also see Nintendo if they did do something like that. What if they made it to 
they did some code or something or some hardware for like connection where you have to buy Nintendo licensed products to upgrade. Like I can't just use a graphics card. I have to use the Nintendo Switch 2 graphics card. Upgrade. I mean, I could see something like that if they decided to go that route because technically Xbox has already done that with their um uh their Seagate chips, like the expansion cards for Xbox. Literally mm -hmm. only that one brand makes those, so you cannot use any other expansion cards for Xbox. Because you and have like to be licensed to make them buy Xbox. For PlayStation, they do need like sp specific support. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it's PlayStation support, but you know, it needs a little bit more specifics yeah. to, to work. You know, now, I, I can plug in, I think, yeah. I can plug in a USB just... hard drive to my Xbox. Like there is still that, but yeah. they kind of limited the fast loading time, you know. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Privilege, I guess, to those cards specifically. That way you're more inclined to buy the high-priced Xbox licensed item. Yeah, and I was also going to say another reason why I could see Nintendo doing this is the fact that we look at all these other companies, and Nintendo, I feel like, does a lot of their own thing. Like, their console, their games, their rights. So if they're already making their own console, why wouldn't they just sell parts of their console? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's just that was just a complete theory that Johnny Razor had, and I just brought wanted to bring that up because I figured maybe we could talk about the other updates so that we could just kind of theorize what we'd want with a PS6 or maybe theorize what the hell Xbox's name is gonna be. Because you know, they don't <laughs> like being conventional either. Yeah. <laughs> that's we a got very X good point. <laughs> we have the Xbox 361, then we have letters, then we just have the PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah. Uh, goodness. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm not sure if you've heard. Do you, have you heard any of the Xbox rumors recently? Recently? No. I, uh, because I don't really keep up. But I know, like, I hear bits and pieces while scrolling through YouTube shorts because, you know, tech stuff. <laughs> um, so but the last time I really heard any big leaks or news was the Pringle can, which we covered yeah. in our other episodes. So if you want to hear a lot about the Xbox leaks, we have an episode on that. Yeah, so... From a while ago now, actually. That was a while ago, <laughs> shockingly. But yeah, the um, the recent rumors that have been circulating around have been that the... And this came from a pretty credible leaker, as far as I know. I From the repeat leaker that I saw, he said that this person was pretty reliable in the past. Uh... Xbox is planning to release their next console, not not just like a Series X like Pro, nothing like that. Their next console within the next three years, which is insane because the series have only been out for what, two or three already? And console generations in the past have lasted at minimum eight. So if they release their next higher tech console within the next three years and it somehow is better than whatever playstation has for their pro lined up that would force playstation's hand and cause them to try and but, rush out but, their next generation of console because uh, xbox will then have the upper hand for the entirety of the time and it takes them to get out their next generation so the reason here here's what i'd say to that though is hard because you got to realize that this is more than just beating PlayStation. This is uh, the developers. They have to then have, if they released another generation of console with different tech because it's fancier and all that stuff and newer, 
then all the people that are make games, they're going to have to make stuff for the PS5. I don't think the Pro or the whatever, the if they have the digital one for Xbox, like they're in between console. I don't think those were going to have different. They're just going to have like slightly better processing. So the game making would be the same, but then they'd have to make games for the PS5, two generations of Xbox, and then the PlayStation. Would they really want to make stuff for the new generation? Here's my everyone thing. Everyone already has the PS5. Not necessarily. And cloud gaming. I, and I, I, I want to point this out because specifically when it comes to Xbox One and Xbox Series X, games have been able to be on one disc, but work on both consoles. And, you know, have settings that adapt to each console. So, when it comes to, you know, Xbox's next series, what's to say that it won't work on all three for one disc, right? They're doing it in a way that makes it so that all of them are compatible with each other. It doesn't matter what generation Uh, your disc came from, it will be compatible, uh, right? And it might come to a point where, you know, a certain one is too old for a game because it uses such high-tech features, but I don't think it's going to be a case of, you know, they have to develop two separate versions of the game. Because even if you go and look at, like, the typical Xbox, like, physical game case, it used to say, like, Xbox 360 or Xbox One. But since the series, it's just said Xbox. And that goes for games that were made for the Xbox One and made for the Series X. They both just say Xbox. And my theory is that the plan for that was because why develop a game case that, you know, says a specific console on it if your plan ahead is to just have it work for all of your future consoles. So here's what I think really helps Xbox in that situation is I think just their investment in cloud streaming. I wonder if that helps with like the the disc just automatically like updating per device. Mm-hmm. Whereas on PlayStation, I have to download the PS4 or PS5 version because it switches FPS, graphics, all this and stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. it it's, feels like very different. Uh, so I wonder if, if Xbox's cloud streaming technology and performance and stuff has helped them achieve that. Yeah, I mean, in that vein, like what if, like we already know that discs these days are nothing more than keys really to access the game you buy because you still have to do this massive download even if you buy a physical game so what if that disc just works as a key for each generation right it allows you to download that generation's version of the game so possibly like say like for example diablo 4 had an edition for xbox one and xbox series and putting in the disc for it just allowed me to download the one or series version of the game. Problem. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and the other reason, like you were saying, with, with Xbox cloud streaming, I mean, we kind of talked about it in our last Xbox episode. It's kind of already seems like they're trying to go more on the cloud streaming side of things. So if they want to make all their consoles every console moving forward right like if you want to play xbox one games here's xbox one games if you want to play the brand new generation use your xbox one with cloud streaming or something mm-hmm. yeah i have a Obviously, feeling cloud streaming is definitely one, going to become series maybe much heavier in the future i think there's a high chance that they lean into it harder the only problem with that is you know internet connection right not everybody has the fast internet connection that you need to play cloud stream games and while 
you can technically play games offline. I think you have to like connect to a network every 30 days or something like that in order for it to like register that I don't know the console license yeah. is still valid blah 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 stuff like that. But it's it's a it's kind of a society situation right now where they can't make that move until society like all reaches a common ground where everybody has a reliable enough enough internet for that. Which is hard when we're, when we're talking about like some of these upgrades too. That's why I was thinking it's just hard because do you yeah. want to make that change when so many people already are still getting the new consoles, right? Like we still are seeing people struggle to, uh, like look at Christmas. My friend said he went to Best Buy when he went to Best Buy like over like the first few days of the new year and all the shelves he said were completely full of Xboxes they are completely empty. Like people are still buying out the new Xboxes and Playstations. Yeah. So are Imagine the struggle it's going to be when a new generation comes out, or if anything, the chance of it being a flop. Not because it's bad, because people are like, I just got my new Xbox, do I really need a new one? Yeah. So that's, it's iffy on that. Again, not saying because it's Xbox or anything, just the chances of the whole, uh, like, gaming industry as a whole, right? Like, yeah. the developers, the, the consumers. Yeah. That's definitely an interesting topic. I mean, and yeah, here's here's the idea, right? Like, what if that leak with the Pringle can was true? And then we combine it with this leak we're hearing now that that would be their next generation instead of just, like, an improved X. That would imply that that is a strictly, like, digital and possibly even strictly cloud streaming console. So even though this wouldn't be a, like, digital Series X console, it would be a completely separate series what if Xbox is launching a cloud series console? Type C? Like Series C? Kind of. Like along those lines, yeah. So like they have their classic like disc console, the Series X. They have their digital console, the Series S. And then they have their cloud console, the Series C, sure. Or Series P for Pringle. We can go with that. <laughs> so, you know, what if they, instead of like releasing a new generation now, are just going to upgrade the X from this point forward. If they choose to retitle it, so be it. But then S2, also have this S2. third series that, you know, yeah. no other console brand has and kind of lean further into what they've been dumping their cash flow into for the past, like, decade, you know? Yeah. That way people have the option if they know they have strong enough internet to go with that cloud console. You know, the one they don't have to wait for downloads. They don't have to use physical discs if they don't want to. Stuff like that. It's going to have a higher storage. It's going to be, you know, pretty good graphics, at least on par with the Series X, if not better. Or, you know, so if they're, an idea. you know, a truist, they can go with the, the classics. Yeah. Here's an idea that I was thinking of while you're saying that. What if they take something from the PS5? where they take the visuals of it, but then they actually make it functional, and what if they make the Series P an actual Wi-Fi router? Like, imagine if it had Wi-Fi coming straight out of the console itself, and maybe it's cheaper, or it's Microsoft Wi-Fi, because Microsoft is huge already. What if they made their own Wi-Fi network? And that's how you connect to their servers better and faster, because that's directly through them. I mean, you that's a good idea in concept, but I think just in terms of what Microsoft is aiming at right now, internet isn't something that's really in their cards. Like, 
Because, like, if you look at what that has that launched that internet that in the past few years, we have that Google. That. That's about <laughs> it. Apart from, you know, our big brands that already what? exist, the small today. brands use those big brands. And the only one that's launched that a, like, solo no internet network is Google. <laughs> and that's it. And they're what, not Starlink? even making a lot of money. On okay, fine. Starlink, whatever. Satellites, <laughs> blah. But you have Google. So if Microsoft tried to launch something, I don't know if that would quite work for them. Not to mention the fact that the complexity of working go. in a Wi-Fi router I, to a gaming console, I, I don't know I, if it'd be that small. But okay, well, I mean, isn't it? Like you can get the enhancers that are like the size of a, like thin, like your hand. Maybe not your palm, but like your full I mean, hand. Our, okay, our home internet right now is a little bit smaller than my Series X. It's it's about about oh. the size of my console, just a little smaller. Uh, we had a hotspot a little while. Uh, eh, I can speak a little while back, and that was about the size of my phone. The hotspot was significantly weaker than the you, you know the, the router, I guess. Yeah. Well, if they want there, a strong enough what? signal to cloud stream like, games, they're going to need something the size of it. that router. Well, here's the other thing that I don't think either of us really know is what what can they combine with those two, with the game console and the the router, like the components themselves that could just work for both. Can't imagine there'd be too many because they are like completely different pieces of technology. I mean, would it be if it is a cloud streaming slash digital? Like, I mean, all that stuff that's already doing systems that systems and that thing alone would have to be unreal. Like, <laughs> I didn't with think the of heat that. that a console gets and then the heat that your Wi-Fi router produces, if they're running, like, cloud games in the same enclosed space, <clears> you would have to have some amazing fans to cool that thing efficiently. I didn't think of the fans. I want to be completely honest. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so my idea is there. Maybe just not the technology yet. Yeah, that's like that's like a twenty years in the future kind of thing, you know. <laughs> just have to wait and see, guys. As always. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I was just thinking that because like, uh, another thing that we could possibly think about with that is if Microsoft did do that, what if they just added that as a tier two Game Pass? What yeah, if you no, got Wi-Fi? I very much with, see like, that happening. Like with what they're trying to build Game Pass to be, it very much seems like, like I'm not sure if you know this, but just recently, this is a bit off topic, but Amazon launched a healthcare program, <laughs> and you get a hundred dollars off healthcare if you're a Prime yeah. subscriber. <laughs> so I might have to look into that. So it's, I need some healthcare. <laughs> right. No, but like it's it's pretty interesting. Like these companies are trying to basically be a one-stop shop for all of your like basic needs. I wouldn't put it out of the picture if you know they tried to work something like that into Game Pass, or at least gave you a discount if you're a Game Pass subscriber. And I see that from Microsoft versus something like Sony. I don't see yeah. Sony doing something like that. But like, imagine if Microsoft, for like thirty, forty, fifty dollars a month, which seems like a lot, you get full like five gig Wi-Fi. You get all these games, you get online play, and then what if you add, like, Hulu in there or something? Mm -hmm. You know, Game Pass would be all you would need in order to play your favorite games, cloud stream or not. Yeah. So I do, like, fully think Wi-Fi is a possibility of the 
console, but just maybe not, maybe not the router itself. Yeah. <laughs> yet, yet. Mm -hmm. Xbox, if you do that, I'm calling royalties in 20 years if I don't get credit <laughs> on that patent. <laughs> oh, bro, imagine. You'd be so bad too because I'm a PlayStation <laughs> fan, boy. You'd be so pissed that <laughs> I like, got to give me the royalties. Xbox. I'm the person who uses it. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's a talk. Is there anything else? Also, now that you do mention that though, the whole uh, new console in a few years, I do remember seeing some stuff like that, some leaks on a, a new console fairly shortly. Yeah, compared to previous generations, I should say. But, like, the main idea was the fact that, aside from what that would mean for Xbox, that would mean quite a bit for PlayStation's game. Like, if if in the next year or two they have to come out with the PS5 Pro, what happens to their next-gen consoles? Is that six years down the line? Well, newsflash, Xbox released theirs in two, so now they no, gotta start pumping the out theirs in order to compete. The, the Pro, I believe, is coming out this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but let's, let's look. When did the PS4 come out? Console uh, generations usually last eight years. Believe that was how long this one was. The PS4 came out in 2013. When did the Pro come out? PS4 Pro... 2016. So that was three years later. So then when did the PS5 come out? 2020? Doing... 2020. So yeah three four years then so what's that that's seven years from the four to the five so mm -hmm. yeah like two three years it'd be a little shorter but i could still see it at most being a year after xbox's console mm -hmm. which i mean i also want to be completely honest how many times has xbox released a console first it's not going to be the biggest thing because generally, PlayStation, I think, did it first. Other than the very first Xbox console, because PlayStation already was existing. Yeah, I think I think PlayStation has led the charge on that. But, I don't know. It's, it's tricky, because obviously they're working on them both at the same time. It's just, you know, when they choose to release them that matters. Yeah, and I also want to say the big thing, I feel like that would almost hurt such benefit each other is you just got to look at what they're trying to do playstation is still trying to be a gaming thing sure i think we can both agree the psq or project v or whatever it is not taken well but the they have their own vr system which i don't think xbox has like a xbox vr right like mm -hmm. it works with other stuff but then you look at Xbox, and we've talked about this before, like with the Xbox One, it's trying to be more of a home device with like streaming and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I almost wonder if this new Pringle King console, what if it is a router that is for streaming and it is directly more towards the home side of things? What if it's cheaper because it just directly streams and it has a better hotspot, right? Like to your router. So it has better Wi-Fi for it. Do you see what I'm saying? I I do I do I. I'm just I'm just rambling, thinking out loud. Like, you could here's, totally say here's I'm my wrong. thing. I don't I'm just see how they would be able to integrate that with their current ecosystem. Because while like that's a good idea and it's definitely part of what they already are, I think their whole thing, like their whole thing right now, is Game Pass. 
And so if they come out with a media console that's mostly for like streaming and is really good at internet, like how are they gonna integrate that with Game Pass? CloudStream. I mean, we look at the Stadia, right? Like the Stadia was very small and it was able to run. Obviously that didn't do very well. But imagine having the backing of an already existing console like Xbox. But then they're building a console for cloud streaming, not a console for home media. It would just be what an Xbox already is built for cloud streaming. Because like an Xbox is already a media console. It's already a great media console. And so they would yeah. just be reusing the already set media features they have and just making a console for cloud streaming. But maybe it's just not the best because maybe it uh like storage isn't as great, right? Because it's not for it. Sure, you can well, I guess you want to need storage, right? For yeah. cloud streaming. Yeah. Who knows? Like I said, I'm just thinking out loud. It is just random ideas, stuff that we've talked about already for Xbox, like for the possibility of all these different things. Yeah. Cause something's I th I feel like and I know you keep saying, like, a, a, a gaming console generation's eight years. How many generations have we actually had with these two consoles? Like, three? There is Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and now the series. So three generations, a fourth incomplete one. So we can't really say, because the other thing is, we have to look at technology as well. Like, and I feel like with AI and I mean, all these different things, take what you will, technology but, you know, itself the, is improving. The makers of the consoles themselves say that they shoot for eight years. So, like, this but is, that could this is just too. me quoting them. Like, they have said, like, in interviews and stuff, like, oh, how long do you hope this generation will last? And they're like, oh, we tend to try and, you know, aim for eight years before we think, you know, people need an upgrade. But that could also totally be throwing the other party off because they're both like let's do eight and then surprise everyone here's it in six or seven hey. because guess what i don't care how much you like any company they're companies you cannot 100 percent take them at face value yeah no matter what they say so that could totally be a just a ploy yeah so that that's just a fact that's just a fact of our our especially america but I don't think Sony's out of that too with capitalism and all that. So it's just something we're gonna have to wait and see. But I do think it's gonna be interesting to see uh, what Xbox does this year. Cause I do think the PS5 Pro is coming out. Yeah. Uh, and then it'd be interesting to see if we get the Pringle Cam this year or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think if they were going to launch a Series X Pro or whatever, it probably would have like at least been leaked by now. And I don't a, think that was the Pringle can. I think that's probably either a fabrication or something completely different. So we'll see. Unless, what else could Xbox do? Uh, maybe not a Wi-Fi router, but I'm trying to think. Like, other than just, like, an addition to the Xbox or something? What if what if you get a fridge that, that on it, like you place the Xbox in to cool it down as a coolant? You gotta... Breath. <laughs> Uh, goodness. I'm I'm not sure what, like, more they could really do. Like, there are obvious, like, oh, create, you know, a first-party, like, controller charger with, like, batteries and stuff like that. Because, like, right now, we only have third-party ones for that, as far as I know. Uh, they could... I mean, they already did, like, the Xbox, like, style wrap things. Like, there's not much in terms of upgrading the console itself that they could do that's just, like, releasing a small component. 
I'm just trying to think of like other than a pro version, what else could they do as a mid like refresh to the generation? Because I don't think they're going to be trying to pull off Connect anytime soon. I mean, they already released a second edition of the Series S that had more storage, but like aside from that, that I feel I don't like that's really the same as like the Switch OLED, which is a which is an increase, but not something that you have to say get the new console. <laughs> right? Like I feel like especially depending on how stuff goes, I'm not going to be getting the PS Pro, especially if you just get all this other stuff. We'll see unless maybe I can trade in my PS4. I mean PS5. We'll we'll see what the costs are like when it comes out. Yeah. But generally you don't need the the Pro is something that you really do try to strive for. Extra storage or a fancier screen, especially for the Switch when you're trying to put it to your TV anyway, isn't that big of a deal, I feel like, versus a Pro model. So storage is just an addition, I feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's hard. I don't know. Do you do you think we're gonna know by the end of the year? Do you think maybe maybe they don't have anything because they're trying to push this other console out sooner? So instead of focusing on a pro version, they're just not doing it. Yeah, I think. And I actually, think by the end the of the Xbox, year, we're gonna have more info. Almost. Do you definitely. think the Xbox? Did the Xbox One have a pro? Xbox One had yeah the Xbox One S and X. Oh yeah yeah yeah. What was the difference between the S and X? The S was the slim. I think it had a little less storage, uh, so it was cheaper. And then the X was just like upgraded, like I think graphically and uh, you know, speed wise. <coughs> oh god. <laughs> I think that's that's really all we know so far. Yeah. For the big big ones, I should say. So Anything what else? do we what do we know as oh. of now about playstations you know pro like is there any like solid league information that we have or just that it, you know it's coming um nothing that i really look I, i've looked into because mm -hmm. you know this was just kind of a random thing i threw out there you just kind of ramble for a bit mm -hmm. ps5 pro ps prime okay the first thing tom's guide take this with a great assault because i don't have any verification to any of this <laughs> Uh, there's no definitive launch date. Yeah, we knew that. Latest rumors. Try to think. Alright. Currently scrolling yeah, no. an article. Yeah, no, not too sure. Oh yeah, I had another question, because this one guy in the server I was in, the anime server, he was telling me I should really try to get, uh, computer. Like, build my own computer. And I'm like, well, one, I don't have room. Right, I don't really want to try to have a box anywhere. And two, it, it's expensive to get to the level of a like good, good uh PlayStation or Xbox, right? To get 120 FPS and everything. Mm -hmm. And he's telling me the new consoles can't do 120. What do you feel about that? <laughs> my PS5 is not running 120 FPS on Fortnite, though my monitor switches to 120 hertz. And I clearly see the FPS counter of 120. It does 120 hertz, but that doesn't mean it does 120 FPS. Yeah, the consoles are doing 120. Like, I don't know where this guy got his info, but it really depends on the game you're playing. Like, I know a lot of the games that I have, have been playing have a mode for, like, do you want performance or do you want yeah. graphic? And it usually defaults it to graphic, which puts you at 60 FPS and, like, ray tracing. 
but if you turn it to performance, it gives you 120 FPS and turns down your graphics settings. So like Fortnite, right? Like you yeah. have lose the lumens and all the fancy graphics, but it runs much smoother. It's 120 FPS. Yeah, so it does have 120. I don't know, like, this guy played his grandma's Wii and think it was a Series X, like. I don't know, because he also said he looked into it, and then while I told him that, yes, my game, my PlayStation 5 is running Fortnite at 120, he's then looking into it, and it's like, ah, oh, see, so it does run 20 hertz on certain games, and it's just kind of like, did you really know what the new consoles are doing like i get not liking consoles but yeah no i feel because... like when when you talk to a pc person about what consoles are doing i feel like a lot of it is lost to them because pcs are entirely different things right like yeah. you're going to get such inconsistent fps on a pc like i could load up uh i don't know basic skyrim with like a ray tracing mod on it and get like anywhere from 60 to 80 fluctuating FPS in certain areas. Whereas on a console, I load up Skyrim on high graphics and that's it. I'm getting like a consistent, maybe 80 FPS. Yeah, if I'm pulling up uh, like Fortnite on my PS4 even, and almost any season, I was consistently like, oh, I jumped down to 55 FPS from my cap 60. That's kind of the big change that I had. And then, you know, maybe sometimes in 120, I have a little bit more. But even yeah. then, it generally stays. I feel like on same. PC, it's just so much more inconsistent. Yeah, whereas and when I'm seeing people... Consoles are built for yeah. consistency. They are not built to reach those high, like, 200 FPS like, caps that the PCs are built for. But they are built to try and keep you at a certain FPS, right? Like, most PC players, if you ask them, they'll tell you, yeah, I play uncapped FPS. That way it can go as high as it possibly can, which sure does bog down the system a little bit, but, you know, at least they get their FPS. But that means it's also going to reach pretty consistent lows as well. Whereas a console, it technically yeah. could reach higher than 120, but they I mean, we it. saw it on my PS4, like it reached 60, 70 sometimes. It just went shot straight back down to 60. Yeah, it, it can reach higher than its caps are set, but its caps are set where they are so that you get a consistent and good experience with that FPS setting. Because how much money do you think if I want to build a PC to get to the level of having 120 FPS and decent graphics? Well, my brother for $200 was able to build himself a computer a couple days ago that runs okay. It's not the best. Uh, it has... Uh, G GTX uh, 13 something graphics card in it and then a Radeon something or other I don't even know but it, <laughs> it runs uh, okay no impressive graphics or lighting effects or anything but he said he's getting a lot of his games at around 60 FPS which is good but if you try and up that to you know the console graphics that we have today that graphics card increase Increase and processor increase are going to shoot up exponentially. Because, you know, he got that card on discount and it's still like, what, Half 50 price, to probably. 80 bucks? And so that's generally where most of the money comes from. Yeah. And if you try and buy like the newest graphics card, you're going to be paying like eight to nine hundred dollars. If you get a mid tier one, you're paying probably three to four hundred dollars. So, 
if you want to have it the level of a console, the graphics card plus all of the other components, you're probably going to get close to $800 to $1,000 if you're buying new unused parts that are going to be reliable in the future. Yeah. And you're going to have to upgrade those as time comes. Whereas consoles are built so that you do not have to upgrade them until the next generation, which is in the which end is going to save you money years. than constantly upgrading all of these like components. Like what? If I can switch this out for, I'd say, 50 to $80 to a pro, which then can then last me another four or five years. Because it's just like, you know, electronics, especially nowadays, they're just not built to really last a decade. So if I can say have a device that lasts four or five years and for twenty to fifty bucks I upgrade it last another four or five years and then everything's way better, that's just a general good reset for the console too, right? Because everything's constantly wearing down. Yeah. Whether that be Xbox, PlayStation, or a phone. If I can cheaply upgrade, mm -hmm. why not? And so like even if Versus you're somebody who wants to play all of the games, PC still isn't, you know, the best idea. Cause not only does PC not have exclusives for you know some xbox games and some playstation games but it's cheaper if you just buy both consoles like if like, I, I bought would, a series yeah. x and a ps5 that would be what just over a thousand dollars which is almost equal to the price of a pc i don't not have even, to upgrade either of them for at least five years yeah. and i have a butt ton of games that i can play on both if one croaks i have the other like it's just a smarter option. Like, I know people are saying, like, especially for gaming, Mac isn't great, right? People don't get Mac for gaming. But you look at, like, business and stuff and editing, I keep seeing these people are buying the new Mac and stuff because it has, I don't know, I saw it had, like, a lot of RAM. Like, a lot of RAM. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, 100 gigabytes of RAM or something crazy. Yeah. And that's always been better than Windows for stuff like editing. <laughs> for years. <laughs> and business. So if you really want to do gaming and that, would it be better to buy, say, a Windows computer and a Mac for gaming and everything, or it'd be cheaper to buy a Mac computer and a PS5 or Series X? Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be cheaper to buy the console than try to build a whole other computer on top of owning this other one. Yeah. I still very much think consoles are the way to go unless you have the money long term like the streamers pc is better i understand that and i do not when i think about my ps5 versus getting a computer that's not what i'm thinking i know pc is better but to get to the level that my console have and then be better it's not worth it in my opinion for who i am for a college student for having to make my own insurance and everything i do not think trying to build a computer right now is worth it yeah, it's just, it's not as accessible to people as consoles are, you know, coming preloaded and everything. Like, that's ignoring the fact completely that you have to install your own OS on a PC, too. It's just not, Yeah. it's not easy for people if they and don't have the time. And then you gotta keep time. out on the OS version and all the stuff that can change, whereas how different is the Xbox or PlayStation update that it automatically tells you, here's the software update, do that, and everything changes, versus Windows 10 to 11, something like that. Yeah. That was a pretty big change. It definitely was. And at that point, I would have just got a PS5 versus a 4, and I wouldn't have to worry too much about figuring anything out, would I? Other than, you know, maybe the UI changing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Anyway, do you want to talk about, uh... Should we talk... 
we could either talk about um, some more handhelds, like uh, the competitor to the Steam Deck, or do you want to talk about some VR? Not go super in depth, maybe just talk about some VR. I mean, I know. feel like it's worth talking about VR probably, because a lot of like big innovations have happened, especially in this past year with them. Like a lot of bigger franchises are moving into making VR installments. Like I know Assassin's Creed did it. I know there was already a, um... oh gosh, what was it? Uh... I don't know. Oh. The one older Valve series. I don't know. Uh, Half-Life. There's a Half-Life game. Half-Life. Okay. In VR. Uh, then, you know, you got all your PlayStation games in VR. The, uh, oh gosh. Why am I drawing a blank right now? Bro, I don't know what you're going off the of. The one so with I the giant robot you. dinosaurs. Uh, Ark? No. no. Uh, Horizon? Yes, Dawn? Horizon. Yes. Okay. Uh, there was a Horizon game, I think, Call of the Mountain <laughs> in VR. Uh, but yeah, we have FNAF already. We do have Yo, FNAF. Question. Question. Mm -hmm. So I know I mentioned that I'm probably not going to get super into VR because as of what I know about my body, mm -hmm. I don't know if I can handle it. Do you think you could handle Spider-Man in VR? No. No. I I tried <laughs> now, wait, Assassin's wait, Creed wait, in wait, VR, wait, right? And wait. that one is just a basic like moving around, jumping from roof to roof. I felt sick after that. Like actually, wait, wait, I wait. couldn't. I can make it worse. I can make it worse because apparently there's aim assist on Spider-Man 2. No. For swinging. And it automatically makes you go left to right. And if you turn that off, you will specifically have to move your character to the buildings on the left and then to the right using graphics, uh, like uh, physics. It is. Imagine that with the VR. That's so disorienting, And having to physically dude. look to the left and then look to the right in order to swing. It is so disorienting. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna have to get one of those like spheres that fully lift you up with like a treadmill or something or to run something like that. Yeah. He's so stupid and amazing. <laughs> but yeah, VR yeah. is moving forward quite a bit. Uh, we had the Oculus 3 come out in this, I think it was this past year, which, you know, is pretty darn good in terms of its technology. It's not like a huge improvement from generation to generation, but it does have some features that people have been asking for. But we also see that, you know, the the lifespan of some of our VR headsets has already run out. Like the, the original Oculus, the one, is dead now. Like you can't use it anymore. I mean, yeah. you can, like what's on there. And I think the store is down. You can't use uh, like community features. You can't get in party chats, nothing like that. So if you had a one, it's pretty much useless now and you have to upgrade to a two. So that seems like they're going to, you know, have shorter lifespans than our current consoles do. And um, I know you said like there's not too much crap, like performance from from two to three. But I feel like with something like VR, this isn't something like a software and a hardware. It's more like the actual features themselves that we're asking for and trying to figure out because it's so new. It right, like, I'm pretty sure, doesn't one of the new generations also have the face, like, uh, like, being able to, like, transparency mode or something like that? Yes, uh, the, both the PlayStation VR 2 and the Oculus 3 have a great pass-through mode where it's, like, all color and the depth perception is really good. So they've worked on that and improved that a good bit. So, like, there's stuff that we're getting added, that's just because it's still so new. This it, isn't quite the same as the PlayStation 1 releasing when we have all these other consoles. Yeah. What do you have to go off of from the VR1? And do you really want to wait seven years for the VR2? 
I mean, right? here's like, the we're thing. Just I feel like VR is also in kind of an awkward space right now because VR is... I've seen so many different sides to it, right? There's the gamers, obviously, the, the, yeah. on YouTube. Those of That's us who right. watch YouTube know of all the VR gamers out there. You know, you have your the setup. toxic 13 year olds on Gorilla Tag. Yeah, yeah. Which is you, their number play one those, game, those weird, gorillas. Those weird VR games, though, you have your good ones too. But. Then there's also the community that's like, I'm going to wear this while I do my chores, fold my laundry, do my dishes. That way I can oh, yeah, I've been seeing watch that too. things like people with the screen are constantly their moving with me. When they're doing dishes. Yeah, especially with like right? the hand tracking needless with controllers. So, so you don't have to hold a controller. You can just like grab the screen and bring it with you. Like stuff like that is very useful and makes VR more easily integrated with your everyday life, right? And now the only thing they have to target is minimizing the size of the headset on your face. So, you know, let's get some glasses up in here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely very different. You know, the the sides of VR that we have as, as opposed to the sides of you know consoles we have. So I feel like they're trying to find a good balance for themselves as to what to improve and what to focus on when it comes to VR. Do they want to improve those everyday features or do they want to make it, you know, a more powerful console for those gamers out there? Yeah, it's hard. I just feel like like. Yeah, it's hard because we don't really know who the main audience is. Sure, you have um, the gamers and that's the vocal audience, but is that really the majority? Are the majority of uh, VR owners playing Gorilla Tag? <laughs> or is it the people that are just trying to vibe, have fun, watch movies in VR, right? <laughs> and um, another VR that I don't think is released yet. Actually, let me look it up. The no. Apple one, which has a lot of fun stuff too, which obviously... Not for the average consumer. Mm -hmm. At With the price, the price rate. yeah. At the price rate. But it doesn't mean it's a bad device. Like, it does a lot of cool things. Like, how freaky do you... How do you, how do you feel about the screen on the front to be able to see the person's eyes? It's weird, I'll say. It's weird. It's, it's yeah. pretty unsettling, but... I mean, it's a step towards being able to normalize it a little bit, I suppose. Um... Oh, February 2nd. All right. So next, a month from now, that'll be out. That's going to be interesting. I'm definitely going to check people's reviews on that. Mm -hmm. um, that means, what, we're the 15th. So I'd say give it like a week, week and a half, and we might be seeing some people get it a week early or something. Yeah. So that'd be something to look out for, uh, for all the you people that are really into VR. Uh, actually, that reminds me uh, of, of the I thing. Did you keep up with the uh, tech conference that just happened? Which thing? Sorry? Uh not E3. It was it was it was a big tech conference that a whole bunch of people released their new tech. There was that really futuristic toilet that's like all screams. I have no clue what you're you talking about. You haven't seen about. any of this? No. Damn. Okay. I've been I've been watching a lot more tech YouTube uh YouTubers, so I've been seeing a lot of shorts. <laughs> um but there is actually almost a hologram. That you could use for voice oh, chats. Oh. Uh, I did see, I think, the uh, the LCD screen. The transparent LCD screen. The first one. Um, I'm not sure. I saw yeah, so I much stuff. I think it was... Gosh, who was it? It might have been... Sony? Maybe? Question mark? That had, like, the first, like, almost window screen that, like, actually glowed. As opposed to, oh. like, you know, OLED transparent screens. So, you know, that was cool. And I'm yeah, guessing no, that was probably from of, that conference. Probably. Um, but I was... Uh, what they did was... Yes, it's still a little jarring, but it quite literally is a full-body 
like video, but it's a hologram. Like it's a 3D. It's not a screen. It's like a 3D. Obviously, you can't go into it. It's still like 2D because of the current technology that we have. But it's still kind of jarring. But if you want to try to have a more professional Zoom meeting, that would work. And it feels really creepy. It feels like that one scene from, uh, what was it? Witcher Soldier, where we just have all the different po uh, politicians just in the room where we just have three different pods for, for the bosses. That's what it feels like. But it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so just some other... That was just... I thought that was really cool. And it's really interesting to see. Because it's just one of those technologies that you see. Like, um, One Piece is getting to Egghead, which is really, really, really funny. Because I just reread Egghead, right? The current manga arc. And it's supposed to be 500 years in the future. And do you know how much 500 years in the future is? No. It's just general Wi-Fi. Because it's pirates, right? Like, it they is. use swords and guns and muskets. 500 years in the future, it's just all this crazy stuff. It's just like, oh, we have this. Yeah. Now. Um, but that's one thing uh, that they have, like holograms. And when you think future, you think holograms. And it's just crazy to think that that's where we are. I just saw one of Elon Musk's, like, robots with the really weird, like, faceless one. He was folding a shirt. Like, it had, like, full, like, hands almost, and it folding a shirt. Um, yeah. so it's just kind of crazy because we don't think about that kind of stuff existing right now, but it is. So it's really interesting to see how that goes, uh, for all these different things. I'm trying to think, was there anything else with, uh, the Apple vision? I don't think so as of right now. Uh, as when it comes out, we'll talk about it more because as of right now, it's just the stuff that's announced and who knows what it could do. And we have to really use it to know what it could do too. Mm -hmm. So... Um, we have like five minutes left. Do you want to quickly talk about, uh, handhelds? Yeah, I don't know a lot about the handhelds front right now because obviously, you know, we have our Switch, we have our Steam Deck. Uh, I think Steam Deck was releasing another model. I think it might have been OLED. I'm not positive. Um, but then we have our, you know, our stronger PC handhelds that have been coming out. I know, I think GOG released one, um, Ryzen released one. GOG uh, or ROG? Or, yeah, ROG, sorry. Okay, I was about to say, I, that, yeah. I wasn't sure if that was a different console no, yeah. or not. ROG, that's the yeah. big thing I was, that's the big one I wanted to talk about, the ROG. Because yeah. I saw how, it's just kind of crazy what it could do. Like, you could do, because it's a full PC. Yeah. It's not locked to Steam like OS or whatever Steam has. It is a full Windows device. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's definitely cool. hurts. It's pretty powerful. Um, did you see, does it have a dock? I don't, I'm not sure. I didn't look too much into it other than just, like, even mm -hmm. Joey said he got it, actually. He's held it before and used it, then he sold it for a different thing. True. But he was doing some crazy stuff. Yeah. No, I think it, um, I think it has, uh, like, HDMI port or something along those lines where you can wire it into another monitor if you want to. But, um, no, it, it genuinely is its own PC. My only thing is, it's not built to be durable. So, you know, if a part, you know, goes bad, it's probably going to go bad pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're running games at, you know, the high end that a PC can. Because it's such a small, compact space, you can't really run, you know, uncapped frame rates and expect there to be no damage to the components inside, you know? What is this? What is this? <laughs> there is a... I look up handhelds and there is a $1,150 handheld. 
Blast? Like, 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 like the Steam Deck. Uh, what company is it? Uh, Kujo 1X Player 2. Kujo, um, no, bro. It's a mini laptop, but it it's it's definitely... <laughs> I don't freaking know. Don't buy that, guys. Just buy what... Logitech buy the G... I don't know, bro. It's from Amazon. It's it's very much not something Man. you should be getting. Wow, some of these are wild and very very much photoshopped. What comes up right here is like Game Boys. <laughs> I'm Why surprised are there I don't so see more many of those. Game Boys? Because <laughs> Game Boys was peak. That's like one of the best selling consoles too. That's because it was of so easy time. to hide under your blanket from your parents. I feel that. I have I did that with a phone. Yeah. Fun times when you got caught at 10 p.m. Because that was way past your bedtime. <laughs> yep. I did that with our Zoom. <laughs> Dude. But uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see. Because I really... Again, PlayStation did not succeed with their handheld. But they did attempt... <laughs> To, to dip their toes in the handheld department. Yeah. Uh, we have the Steam Deck, we have the ROG, we have the Switch with Switch 2 coming out. And I think, honestly, imagine what you could do, you know, like how the PSVR 2 connects with the console. Yeah. Imagine if you can get a VR headset that connects with one of these handhelds. Hopefully not wired. That thing will go flying if you move the wrong way. <laughs> That's what I was thinking more opposite, where you could imagine you'd be able to throw like a smaller Switch in your pocket. And that's how you play VR. Yep. That'd be cool. It would be, but, you know. And then you'd be able to, like, directly, like, just click, like, a button to, like, kind of, like, on a Discord where I can just transfer straight to my console or straight back to my phone. Okay. Imagine that with your game and say that you want to play on your TV. You pop it into the dock and it transfers straight over and it shoots up to 120 FPS and better graphics or something because the dock has it. It is. That'd be awesome, honestly. It wouldn't. But who knows? We'll just have to wait and see. We'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> Yo, we'll, we'll figure it out the next E3. Yeah. Womp, 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 womp. Fortnite Evo inserted here. <laughs> and with that, we'll catch you <laughs> on the next one. But, Jizzy, what should they do first? They should follow the podcast and subscribe to the YouTube and follow the social medias. And do all the things to be notified when we have those other episodes that we teased at the beginning of the episode. Because we very much, I think, are going to be looking more into that this week. And yes. we have some other yeah. stuff that I'm going to be working. We have a whole bunch of ideas coming up. Yeah. Just make sure you know when we're coming out. Yep. Ring the bell. Out the closet. What? Bye. What? Bye.